0: Check out shapeandfoster.com. Shape and Foster is a lifestyle development app that provides monthly actionable insight from six experts in mental health, financial planning, nutrition, fitness, yoga, and a life coach. It's a one stop shop for self improvement. The app provides a proactive and informed approach to improving your mental well being by enabling practices and habits to be built. Lifestyle development is about enhancing your quality of life by improving awareness identity and potential one community of actionable insight learn from six pillars essential to a healthy heart and healthy mind in one unique app visit shapeandfoster.com for your free 14-day trial hello gorgeous you're listening to the everyday style school podcast i'm your host jennifer maci mary and i've been dressing real women just like you for over 20 years Now I'm on a mission to teach women around the world how to create easy, effortless style without confusion and overwhelm. If you're ready to create a wardrobe you love and feel confident every day so you can live the life you want, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Well, hey there. Today, we are heading back to my roots and talking a little bit more about body shapes. Now, some of you know, and some of you may not, that when I started my styling business almost a decade ago, it was called Apple and Pear Wardrobe. Yep, it was based on the four body types. My mission was to work one-on-one with women, helping them understand how to dress their unique bodies best. It was a great business, and I absolutely loved working so closely with women. But in 2018, when we moved, my business went completely online, and I decided I wanted to talk about more than just body shapes, and I wanted to help women take a more holistic view of style. The name apple and pear kind of implied that all we talked about was body shapes. So Everyday Style was born, and I took a break from body shapes for a bit, but it is still the challenge women share with me most often. So it's time for me to get back into the body shape waters. If this is what you're struggling with, it is time for me to help you figure it out and fix this challenge once and for all. We've got our brand new class, Dress Your Body Shape Like a Pro, which I will tell you about more later. And we've got articles up on the blog. We've even got a quiz on our website to help you figure out what your shape is. Seriously, make this the year you stop struggling with something that honestly isn't all that difficult, but makes style so much easier. I kind of think of body shapes like fit. Proper fit is really hard for women to see, but once they figure it out. Once they see it, they can't unsee it. Dressing your body shape is a lot the same way where you think it's really difficult until it clicks. And then you think, oh my gosh, why haven't I been doing this forever? This is a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. Now, we've done a whole series on body shapes, which I will link to in the show notes, but today I'm going to be talking about some of the lesser known shapes out there. There are some crazy names, and I can't wait to share them with you. They are absolutely a trip, but first, today I've got a lesson from Linda. This Linda reached out to me, as lots of Lindas do, because she was just overwhelmed and confused by style. She bought clothes that she didn't know what to do with, so they just hung in her closet. She never felt like her outfits came together to look finished, and she was afraid to buy things she really loved because she thought she was going to look silly. She didn't want to look silly, but then she felt like she looked boring all the time. Really, there was nothing noteworthy in her story. She just wanted style to feel easier, which I think is a fabulous, fantastic goal. She did not want to do the closet edit together, so our first experience was shopping in stores. And as we shopped and chatted and especially spent time in the fitting room, I began to see why style was so darn difficult for Linda. Her coloring was really easy to figure out. So we just did a quick color analysis in a store and figured out that softer, cooler colors were best for her. And every item she put on, she would ask something like, is this the right shade of blue or is this gray too dark? Fair enough. Colors can be a little bit tricky. We also discovered that she looked best in open neck tops, with a bigger neckline and every top she would ask, is this neckline open enough? Is this V deep enough? We discovered she looked great in longer tops, longer cardigans, and every single one she'd put on, she'd ask, is is this long enough? Is this the right length? Every single time, every single garment came with multiple questions of whether or not she was getting it right. It came to a head when she asked me the right way to put on pants. Yep, you heard me. The right way to put on pants. Her question was, are you supposed to button and then zip or zip and then button? I looked at her and I said, Linda, how old are you? And she told me she was in her mid-40s. And I said, Linda, have your pants been successfully closed most days of your life? Come on, we all have days, but they're not. And she admitted that they had. I said, Linda, in that case, you're doing it right As we shopped, I asked her to focus more on how she felt in the clothes and what she thought when she looked in the mirror, rather than if she was getting it perfectly, perfectly right. She tried, but honestly, this Linda loved a hard and fast rule. She left our session with a wardrobe that was perfect for her, but sadly, without the understanding of how we got there. After I work with clients, they've got me for two weeks for follow-up. That way, if they had to order an item or they wanted to see how what they bought worked in their wardrobes, they could reach out via email and get my feedback. Linda's follow-up questions were, unsurprisingly, about getting things right. I had shared with her my favorite styling tip, that wearing three quarter length sleeves takes three to six inches of visual bulk out of your midsection. Seriously, try it. It's amazing. She sent me three pictures of her sleeves rolled up to different points and asked which one was right. They were all within two to three inches of each other. I could barely tell a difference. I actually had to make a little photo collage and put them side by side by side to see if they were actually any different. She emailed me to ask the exact length of tops that were right for her so she could shop based on her on the measurements and what she should do if the length wasn't listed in the clothing description. Honestly, by the end of our time together, I was exhausted and overwhelmed by style. This stuff is really hard when you look at it through that lens. So there are actually three things I'd like you to take away from my time with this, Linda. First and most glaringly, Don't overcomplicate things. Longer tops can just mean longer tops. The difference between a 26-inch top and a 27-inch top is not the difference between looking hideous and looking like a supermodel. You can just know that tops that end at or below your hips are best and start there. The difference between a three-quarter length sleeve that is one inch closer to your elbow than it is to your wrist doesn't negate the effects of a shorter sleeve. Linda's approach to her wardrobe sucked all the joy out of style because it was so complicated. If I could have given her a mathematical formula for style, she would have given me her firstborn. I am convinced of it. When you are so focused on getting things right, there's no room for trial and error or having fun. Style becomes this thing that you can get wrong, and who wants to be wrong? It's better just not to try, which is where Linda was when she reached out to me. The second thing you should learn from this, Linda, is how you feel in your clothes is a much better judge of if they're right for you than a checklist of rules. Trust your intuition that if you like what you see in the mirror, it looks good on you. And when you're in that fitting room or trying things on at home, if it's not an immediate heck yes, it is an absolute heck no. Women do this thing where they say, well, if it were a little shorter or if I wore a belt or if the neckline was a little bit different. All the while, they're contemplating buying or keeping that thing. But here's the deal. It's not different. It's exactly how it is, and you don't like it on you. So why are we having this conversation? Keep looking for the clothes that make you smile when you look in the mirror. Over the years, what I found is that women know what looks good on them. They just don't know why or what to look for to find those things more easily. I've always thought my role was simply to teach women what to look for to make it easier, to help you take 10 things in a fitting room instead of 50 to find five that are fabulous on you. That's what style rules, and I use that term very, very reluctantly, are for. But in the end, you should look in the mirror and like what you see. Effortless style is just about getting to that point easier. Finally, and I've actually found myself saying this quite a bit lately, but if you don't have a problem, you don't have a problem. Linda's pants were consistently buttoned and zipped. She did not have a problem. I've had women ask me things like, should I dress up more? And I'll ask, why do you think that? And they'll say something like, oh, I don't know. I just feel like I should. If you don't have a problem with being casual or even super casual, you don't have a problem. Now, if you're walking around with your pants unzipped on the regular, or you've been written up at work for wearing jammies to the office, you have a problem that needs to be solved. But life has enough challenges of its own without inventing some. If there are things that aren't bothering you, leave them be and focus on solving the things that actually are. When we come back, we're going to get into a discussion of some of the lesser-known body shapes. Today's show is also brought to you by Ebi, a seamless underwear membership co-founded by actress and entrepreneur, Sofia Vergara. With an Ebi membership, it's easy to keep your underwear drawer fresh and updated. You never even have to think about it. Ebi underwear are seamless, effortless, and smooth. Their secret is the no-slip grip that keeps your undies in place and ensures no visible panty lines ever. These seamless panties form to your body like a second skin. You might even ask yourself, am I even wearing underwear? There's also a cotton lining to keep your lady parts healthy. EBBY offers sizes extra small to 4X, and they come in six styles, which means everybody can find the right underwear for their body. Your EBBY membership helps empower women by financing microloans for women around the world. 10% of all proceeds fund these business loans to help women transform their lives. With an Ebi membership, you'll have access to member perks like free shipping and limited edition prints. So what are you waiting for? Underwear is essential. Women empowering each other is essential. With Ebi, underwear and empowerment are the perfect pair. Go to joineby.com and use code STYLE20 to take 20% off of your first order. That's joineby.com and use code STYLE20 for 20% off of your first purchase. I love when you send in your questions to be answered on the show, and I use as many of them as I possibly can. Sometimes, though, the question isn't meaty enough, for lack of a better word, to do a whole show about it. It's more of a one-sentence answer, which even those who love the short podcast might agree is too short. Case in point, last year I got an email from Karen who asked, I've been told I have a banana body shape. How is that different from a rectangle? That's what I always thought I was. This is really a one-paragraph answer at best, so it didn't become a show. Then a few months ago, someone wrote me to see if I had any advice for dressing the carrot body shape, which frankly, I'd never even heard of. So that one didn't become a show. And finally, a few weeks ago, I was doing some research for our new masterclass, Dress Your Body Shape Like a Pro, and I came across one of those pictures of the four body shapes. Not like the outline ones, like the one I have on my site for our body shape quiz, but the kind that has drawings of women with an actual image of an object superimposed over the body. I know you've seen those. If not, go to my Facebook page and you can see the exact one I'm going to describe to you. I'll even link to it in the show notes. It featured an apple, a pear, a banana, and a potato. For real, a potato. One of our Style Circle members pointed out that it was really a sweet potato, which accurately described the vegetable, but not the body shape. You see, the sweet potato was bigger on the bottom than it was on the top, while the drawing featured a body that was bigger on the top than on the bottom. So how is this helpful at all? Also, yams are really shape inconsistent, which we're gonna talk about in just a minute. But first, I wanna answer Karen's question about the banana shape, since this graphic also featured a banana. A banana body shape is the exact same as a rectangle body shape. Sometimes people like to be clever with names, but in my opinion, that just leads to confusion. The very first angry message I ever got after starting my business was from a woman who was mad that I was using the term rectangle. She said that women weren't shapes and putting labels on women is wrong, and couldn't I call them contoured columns instead? I didn't point out in my response that contoured column is both a shape and a label. I merely said that I use common words that have established meanings so that women are less confused. Just a little sidebar, that was the moment where I really felt like I was getting somewhere in business. If everyone likes you, you don't know enough people. You know what I mean? Anyway, a lot of body shape experts feel like we need to invent cuter names or more shapes, but all it's doing is confusing women. Take the carrot, for example. A carrot, after a little research, is an inverted triangle. I stick to the four basic body shapes for a reason but I do consider the inverted triangle as a valid shape, but a carrot? No. I have a bunch of books on body shape, kind of my own little reference library, and one of them refers to the perfume body shape and the sunglasses shape. I can guarantee you right now that you will not find a plethora of information on the internet about either one. If you go into a store and say, I'm a perfume bottle shape, can you help me find clothes? They're not going to know what you mean. Also, I have a few bottles of perfume and they look nothing alike. One is a rectangle, one's a tall cylinder, and one looks like a woman's body. This is not a helpful label at all. Then I have another book that has a lot of body shapes in it, which should be more helpful in theory, but it actually just makes things more difficult. For example, it has the Skittle, the Pear, and the Bell, which all describe a body that is smaller on top than on bottom. By the way, it's a book from the UK, so a Skittle is a bowling pin for those in the US, not candy, in case you were confused. But each one of those shapes has somewhat different styling tips, but the difference between the shapes are really small and need a bit of a trained eye to really notice. The other challenge is within the big four body shapes, there isn't a ton of shape shifting. You gain a little weight, you lose a little weight, have a baby, go through menopause, whatever, chances are you're going to be roughly the same shape. Completely changing shapes is rare, but when there are a lot more body shapes, it's more likely that you can shift, which means that you have to learn a whole new set of rules. The book that I just referred to features 12 body shapes, but why stop at 12? Remember how I said sweet potatoes are pretty shape inconsistent? Think about apples for a minute. Red delicious apples are kind of tall and tapered at the bottom, while Fuji apples are more rounded. Bodies are just as inconsistent as actual fruit. Just to cover apples, you'd need dozens of shapes to account for small differences in bust size, torso length, so on. When you're giving highly specific advice to super detailed body shapes based on really small differences, you'd have to have thousands of shapes to cover them all. And even then, some woman would be like, my body shape's not in there. And she would be absolutely right. That's why I use only the four basic body shapes. So women can get some basic general principles that do apply to most women in that shape. And then from there, they can start getting specific in dressing their own bodies. That's why I offer quizzes and blog posts and podcast episodes on the four basic body shapes, because the general advice in those bigger categories will help most every woman who has that shape. But the reality is just knowing that you are a banana or a bowling pin or a perfume bottle is meaningless. So many women get hung up on figuring out what their shape is, putting the right label on it, that they never get to the part where they figure out how to dress their body. You don't need a label, you need a strategy. You need to know how to create curves if you wanna create curves, or how to make your bust look bigger, or your tummy look smaller, or your body more balanced. Whatever your goals are, you need the strategy to achieve those. When I set out to create a body shape class, I didn't wanna create something that you could basically find by Googling it. You can find all of that general information on my site or lots of others. I wanted to create something that went deeper and actually helped you figure out how to dress your body best without needing a label or even a measuring tape. So that's what we did. In this class, I do cover the four basic body shapes, some common variations of the four, sharing the best necklines, dress styles, sleeve types, all that good stuff. If you just want someone to tell you what to wear, you're going to get that. But the bulk of the class is spent helping you figure out how to dress your unique body, really taking a look at your shape to understand it in a meaningful way and figuring out what your goals for dressing your body are. The class also covers foundational principles to make reaching those goals super easy. We're talking about things like line, proportion, volume, fabric choices, patterns, how to use those elements to dress your unique body best. I wanted a class that helped you understand the principles so that if your body changes, if your lifestyle changes, if your trends or your style change, you can always go back to those principles that never, ever change. Like I said earlier, if dressing your body shape has always been a challenge for you, make this the year you fix it once and for all. It doesn't have to be this hard. You can pick up a top or a dress on a hanger and know what it will do for your body. That makes style so, so simple. And if you're one of those women who thinks her body shape is so out there and different that no one's ever been able to accurately describe it, you're probably right. Your shape is as unique as you are, and sometimes no label will fit. So put down the label and learn once and for all how to dress your body best, label or not. That's all I've got for you today. Your homework is to describe your body shape to yourself. You can use the descriptions from our blog posts as a guide if you like. You can give yourself a label if you want, but you don't have to. You are more than welcome to use contoured column if that fits. Just look at where your body shape fits into the four core shapes and where it differs. The first step to dressing your body well is to really understand it. Just start there and you will be glad you did. Hey friend, thanks for listening to the show. Don't forget to head over to the website for any links, downloads, or resources we talked about during the episode. Go to youreverydaystyle.com slash podcast and find the episode you're looking for. While you're there, make sure you sign up for our email list. You'll get a weekly style tip as well as links to my favorite product of the week to help make style even easier. It's an email you'll actually look forward to getting, so don't miss out. We'll see you next time. And until then, stay stylish.